0: the new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie.
2: So, uh, my name is Alvaro Rodriguez. I'm the screenwriter for The Last Rampage. As a writer, to me, I'm less interested in genre and more interested in character. And, you know, I've written in a lot of different genres, you know, um... You know, kind of horror genre thriller or action movie or kids movie or you know different kinds of things and it was always more I was always more interested in character and hadn't really quite done something like this before but was just uh, really drawn to this idea of um of a guy like Gary Tyson who you know had been in and out of institutions from the time he was you know a kid um get past that is, you know, by this, you know, by dying, basically, but kind of threatens him a little bit. But um, so that was really, you know, the touchstone for me, uh, trying to figure out how to tell that story. Don't miss Last
0: Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson in theaters and available on iTunes and all on demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com Or follow the movie on Twitter at LastRampageFilm or on Facebook.com slash LastRampageFilm.
3: Feral Audio.
4: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Harmontown and Nerd Melts Meltdown Comics. Harmontown is now in session once again. Let's welcome to the stage the mayor of Harmontown,
3: Town. Dan Harmon.
0: ridiculous that song it's called little willie no offense i don't know if you had anything you wanted to talk about tonight but we got a mysterious package delivered to us in the green room really it appears to be a self-published uh book by a man named daniel quinn uh called beyond civilization humanity's next great adventure and you're you're all wondering, do I simply have to wrap something in brown paper and send it to the green room in order to have have you focus your episode on it? But read read the first read the first like couple sentences. I actually Let's want to see. read what caught my eye on the back. It says, <clears throat> in Beyond Civilization, Daniel Quinn thinks the unthinkable. Now. <laughs> <laughs> We have to assume Daniel Quinn wrote this. But so but, but that doesn't matter. Everyone, everyone comes to a point in their life when... Is it
4: possible to think the unthinkable?
0: Thinks the unthinkable. We all know there's no one right way to build a bicycle. No... <laughs> You're laughing at that because it's specific, but it's true. That's that's what hooks me in. We all know there's no one right way to build a bicycle. No one right way to design an automobile. No one right way to make a pair of shoes. But we're convinced that there must be only one right way to live. And the one we have is it, no matter what. So the supposition of the book is that you're a pig-headed asshole. (laughs) uh and uh but, but but no
4: i i mean it's it's pretty, it looks it's sort of like i a, feel like there's only one way to build a bicycle
0: <laughs> certainly certainly two tires have to be involved yeah or you've or you've verged into tricycle territory and they uh,
4: have to be in a row, otherwise you'd fall right over. <laughs>
0: is he already now there I don't know I can, I could can, I can see a thing where there's like two tires like a Segway a Segway Daniel Quinn what are you doing here
3: <laughs>
0: is is a Segway a bicycle it's got no, two tires uh, no uh, the inventor of the Segway would have you believe the Segway is not a bicycle he would have he would have in his book uh, called uh, Segway uh, uh, Adventures Could have you believe that the Segway is a new invention. Maybe it's just a bicycle.
4: Right. So, so, whose side are you on here, you, you, Daniel Quinns. You, you like him for being an, an iconoclast. Yeah, um, about... I like, I
0: like him for asking questions, man. Well, I, I like him for sending uh, a secret. Is
4: crazy... Book, is his book organized by question? Are there, are there more questions? Like, it's kind of, it's weird.
0: It's will, like, well, uh, he asked me to rethink other things. If you page through it and looked at it, it would look like it was like some like riddle book from the eighties. I mean, and each Dan, page I, is just like. Uh, I'm looking
4: over your shoulder. The bottom. Fourth of every page is blank.
0: Yeah, because each page is just a thought that he had.
3: <laughs>
0: like one page. Look, right, sh- sh- show, the, page, show, it says, show the audience. Jeffrey. Yeah, that's right, me. I'm- and he often refers to some other book that he wrote. It says in my Ishmael, that's a book that he wrote. I recounted the life of a young man named Jeffrey loosely based on Paul Eppinger whose journal was published by his father under the title Wrestling. <laughs> okay. Why uh, is every bottom
4: fourth of every page blank for notes? Because like... he
0: finishes his shit, man. <laughs> because
4: he gets his thoughts out. Well, or otherwise the page, the book's only like like a like a
0: pamphlet. Daniel Quinn, if you're out there, thank you for the book. Thank you for sending it. I opened it. Give me this book. <laughs> Daniel Quinn, please come down undoubtedly from Canada. I'm 90% certain you're Canadian and and defend this defend this use of paper
4: (laughs) I'm looking at two pages where uh, there's no no more than 80 characters on the entire two pages okay part two closing in on the process dot 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 and I'm going to come at this with an open mind Dan. Well, don't, I mean, and don't, I, I, I'm not mocking the person. Well, I,
0: yeah, and realize, like when Eminem writes uh, controversial rap lyrics, and they have yeah. somebody on CNN was rap defaced and allowed. abandoned. The city's ultimate collapse.
4: Whatever happened, the city was destroyed. The collapse may have been caused by. It,
0: this, You're making him sound like a Jagoff on purpose.
3: <laughs> I'm.
0: I like because it's unthinkable. It's it's unthinkable. Signs for <laughs> To think the impossible. Think one of these days I'm going to write a book, and, and it's, will be there. Many of the pages will be empty. I just don't. I don't know.
4: Maybe. How about this? If if if, if every page is going to be equally uh, blank for the bottom fourth or fifth of the page, make us make a shorter book. Consolidate it. You're saying. I'm saying cut cut the yeah. bottom fourth of the book. <laughs>
0: make it a little smaller. Well, I'm you know, saying, by your logic, everything I've, should be on microfiche. I'm saying,
4: if I, if I, as I flash through this, you could make... Yeah. <laughs> no, there's, certainly, there's
0: certainly room down there to invite a mad magazine artist or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, certainly, no, there's new levels yes. that could be added. I, That's I, definitely... I, like. I don't know. I, I, That's probably not his fault.
4: I think that would go to the publisher. Right. The publisher being... Uh, Daniel uh, Quinn. Uh... Of, uh, <laughs> uh <laughs>
0: Wastey McPaperson <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we so we took a dump on some poor kid. Is he a kid? I imagine. Okay. Th- <laughs> I don't. I don't think you're forty and you're doing stuff like that. I, I don't know. I think that's smacks like, of a twenty-five-year-old's like, uh, no, penetrative if, lunge if, if into I, the world.
4: If, if I'm being hard on him, it's simply because, like, oh, come on, like. <laughs> All right, so we hazed, we hazed the the. You
0: could, uh, you, could
4: you could end one three line poem and then start a new one, a couple lines beneath that and keep the. Did you bo- read a poem in there? I, I mean, uh, uh, read it, Dan. Uh, this is page. Uh, who the fuck knows? Because the pages aren't numbered. Which, which hey, why why page number? No, uh, no, I, I uh, see that? I I, I could get on board with that. Fuck yeah. page, page numbers is just a way to tell a brother he's late. How many tires should I... know? <laughs>
3: yeah. All right.
4: This is part four, uh, Toward the New Tribalism. This is a, a, a two-and-a-half-line uh, little, l- little uh, graffito. It says, We are inclined to think of hunters and gatherers as poor because they don't have anything. Perhaps better to think of them for that reason as free.
3: <laughs>
4: Wait, but that's attributed to Marshall Sahlins, so he's just quoting people. <laughs>
0: stuff he's come upon in his life that he wants to share with you all right. and you're, you're, you're you are you're know you're Look, chastising
4: I know mean, I, I, I mean I, sh- I should write a book <sighs> alright
0: okay so can we please let's 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 uh, so we, what did we do we, we now we now we all know what you shouldn't do you shouldn't write a book like that you shouldn't send it to us
4: I, I, again I, I say it's more in the publisher the, the, the format is what's got me
0: but I do think it's an interesting idea that we, uh, civilizations, like bicycles or can openers or shoes, are inventions. Right. They're systems that we have devised collectively. Uh, they're larger than shoes and can openers, but they are they're just little things that we invented. We've decided at some point that civilizations should resemble, they should have a certain shape to them. Because what do you do when your species becomes so successful that it's outbreeding the bears, wolves, and cats that used to eat it? What do you do? You form a civilization. You form rules. You build a big wall. You can't keep killing each other, gutting each other. Like like we we came up with a very very thin like kind of detente. A long time ago like let's let's not hurt each other holy shit let's 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 love each other is it the right way do we think of each other in the right way if we were to go to the moon jeff do you, do you, do you think that people think of each other as people that we shouldn't hurt or
4: use or abuse yeah you do yeah i mean i think if you, if you look around at any
0: no we're like, doing terrible things to each other yeah, yeah.
4: at all yeah. times
0: yeah but I think I think, this- and the only
4: reason we stopped moving, and we stopped hunting, is because we found out that if, uh, like, when you start, we started mastering metals and stone and masonry and things, that we could insulate ourselves. That we didn't have to keep moving around. We could start, we could start uh, making permanent dwellings, and that gave us leisure time, uh, and that that created things like art and created things like textiles and stuff like that. Also, it created the idea that men. Uh, Treated women like shit forever, like like all, all kinds of other goodies.
0: Well, it, it would yes. Okay, so there's an interesting, uh, strange um, irony there, because it would seem that mankind um, kind of is very cruel to itself uh, when we have shit on our plate. Uh, it it always seems like there's a there's a there's a human impulse to be inhuman to each other when we have the excuse that we have so much shit to do, and then at the same time, strangely enough, gender-wise, um, it would seem like luxury begets uh, abuses. Yeah. Doesn't it well, seem well, like, like the more the more dessert, the more well, I mean, the, it, the more free time we get, the I, I, more sure, unfair I, we are. I'm to, sure I will get it all,
4: like, all the way wrong because like, I'm only like remembering things poorly. But like when, when things were like uh, hunter gatherer, they, they tend to be matriarchal and tend to be feminine. And the moment that we started building permanent dwellings, uh, it was mat- uh, it becomes patrilineal. We're, we're, we're gonna, or if I'm going to build a thing, I'm going to pass it down to my my, my male heir. And then women get pushed to the periphery. It's almost like
0: there's two different tracks that we that we that we feel on because the, the history of, of of this amazing country. Just to look at that as a microcosm of it, the the, the insanely poetically, tragically ironic uh, fact that. We built this country on slavery, which couldn't be a more inhuman act, that you take people from a different culture and you say to them, you are not human to us. We choose to use you to benefit ourselves, and we choose not to care about the uh, happiness and health of you and your progeny. We choose, in fact, to breed you and herd you as if you were animals, and there's no other way to put it than that and that is the true profanity of of, of slavery, um, and, and to build a country on that, and then to come around and go, oh, you know what, we were wrong about that, actually. Boy, is anybody feeling nauseous about this? Yeah, right around the time that industry affords us the opportunity to replace these people with machines, yes, we all start to feel nauseous but, but, about but, it. But kicking and screaming. And then uh, to yeah. give those people the vote... And then also then after that, sometime after that, to women. say to women, women
3: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The, the, the uh you're you are been. now also allowed to participate in who's present at there's, there's all kinds of amazing things to, when you yeah, focus in on the the, 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 uh, the, the the
4: great modern cities uh and, and I would include New York, but also like if you look like Antwerp and Brussels and like, like the great the great cities of Europe were built on treating people like uh A resource. uh, uh, People were murdered by the millions to make great cities, to to create, uh, like uh, to get rubber, to get gold, to get um, like 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 really basic things. That's why if you go to Antwerp and it's sexy, is because of uh, just slaughter of of, of a thousand people. And then women got the vote later, which is fucking amazing. Later,
0: the women, the, the the women that the men who were hurting each other the men can have epiphanies about inhumanity and the entire time they're having those epiphanies they can go home to bed with a woman that they are actively oppressing as a, as a as we, we, we were at the,
4: the drawing room and you, you uh, like a couple of weeks ago and you said you were writing a thing for or vulture magazine or whatever was asking you about your your 20 20- Cultural uh-huh. like like references,
0: right? And there are no women on the list. Yeah, yeah. You,
4: you, you, but you you write a about of things that, uh, the things that informed you, and I, I made a it joke, it's like no women, huh? And you're like, oh shit, they're, they're, you're right, like there there were. But then you said like uh, Elaine, uh, what's her name?
3: Elaine
0: Morgan. Elaine
4: Morgan, which uh, which may or may not be a, a cultural thing, but, but, but it really is. But like, like what's your like? What's your stance on like how, how do you perceive femininity as in culture like 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 it's a pretty male thing our our show tends to end up being a lot of dudes on stage and occasionally uh, like
0: a woman. Well, I don't. I, that's the thing that I think is so fascinating about it is that mankind has it within him to he can take a a, a white man can look at. another man who has different cheekbones or different pigmentation and he can make a he can switch some switch in his head and say oh well uh, I decide to dehumanize this person I decide to commit the 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 worst crime you can commit against another human being, which is to dehumanize them. I, I will, I will in fact profit off of that dehumanization. I will switch off this thing in my head. I will abuse this person. Uh, genocide. Uh, uh, j- j- just, just like, 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 like truly the worst crime you could commit. And then in that sort of male stereotypical sense, like watching two guys fight at a bar where somebody breaks a bottle and they they're slashing at each other and then they work out something and then they end up with their arms around each other and then there's some weird elephant in the room where it's like but none of you respect your women <laughs> and then gender politics still eludes us I think it's a very it's a really weird thing because no one wants to you he- you don't want to hear about it it makes you feel more more it's harder to handle than racial politics because it, you you racial politics can come down to like some platitude about like you go oh well yeah i had an epiphany this morning while brushing my teeth my friend's darker skin than me that doesn't make him less of a person but you can't so there are, there are barriers you can't get beyond and you're thinking about women your mom was a woman if you had a wiener and your mom didn't, like you, you, there may be shit that you're carrying into your adulthood. You may be punishing women for shit that you didn't know you're you don't know that you're doing it. Like like they, they've they've suffered, man. What is your relationship with women? Ah, they're beautiful. <laughs> they're a groovy bunch of chicks. Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't know. It's totally, totally I mean, you, un uh... you, you,
3: you, you have <laughs>
0: I proposed to one. Yeah, I know it's totally untapped for me. I really don't. It's it's un it's uncharted territory. Like
4: you you, you said,
3: <laughs>
4: I, I just watched the uh, I watched the uh, the most recent cut of the Harmon t- uh, tour documentary, and you talk about the fact that like communicating with anybody, any stranger, even your friends, like it's always a crisis. Communicating with with a stranger, extra crisis. Um, how comfortable? Are, are women a, a more strange to you than other men? Like, like, it like you, you you certainly seem to have like a relationship with women
0: that's like, like, a, a little more fearful. I don't know. I I, 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 more fearful than what? Than a nine foot tall guy? Than a four foot tall guy? Than a well, guy in a wheelchair? I, I, than a guy with a with a with a weir- really weird hat on? Well, well yeah. To to,
3: to to to
4: the extent that that the that the, to to create balance, the guy has to be nine feet tall. Like like like. Well,
0: that's what I'm saying. Yeah. though. That's that, that's the that's the unexplored. Uh, question of gender it, because we we have this tendency to simultaneously we, we 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 talk about the human species as if it's just very neatly divided down the middle gender wise there's men and there's women and then we have all of these we have it out politically. Right, let's, about race let's and say, about let, let's say you, nationality, but within all of these nations and all of these races, there's this. There, it's almost like the crime is committed and and finished and gotten away with before it's ever called to court. Because let's let's face it, we 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 all like are born into a world where we're trained to think about men and women as these. That, 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 that it's, let, let, it's,
4: let's say you're in a writer's room and there are your equal number in terms of showrunners or whatever and there's ma- male writers and female writers do you not have an automatic opinion about like like, like, what, like or let's say there's, there's, a, there's a female writer in your writer's room do, do you carry anything into that?
0: Yeah, if, if if there's one female writer in a room full of uh, ten male writers I am distracted by how uh, uh Distracting things must be for her. I get distracted by that. That's why I like. I would. I l- would like it to be like half men and half women, and it, and it rarely can be. So I find myself thinking about the two women. For instance, season five of Community, we had two two female writers in the writers room, and I find myself filtering things through their experience. Are we getting too uh, abrasive? Are we? Are, are, uh, I know that female writers are not tender at all. That's not what I mean. Are we? But what would this look like on an affidavit later? <laughs> um, it, 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 it bears thinking, and uh, which is why the easiest thing in the world, or rather the hardest thing to achieve, but then the easiest thing to maintain, is half and half. Represent the species in the writers' room, so that like every if 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 a single individual male writer has a tendency to uh, thrust his chest out and get abrasive in his language, then he's got he's got a proper amount of women to contend with. There, there
4: was a thing I forget what year it was. Somebody was told me a story about um, I think there was a like a European Cup Championship in, like soccer like uh, like a, like football proper football and. It was in the Netherlands, and uh, I forget what team what countries were playing. But I think it was held in the Netherlands, and the Dutch police did a did a genius thing because it was two countries that hate each other and tend to get pretty violent. The two the two different countries, like their fans, get a little hooligan uh, y and uh, they t- all, all the cops they put out women uh, out in the streets, all Dutch female police. As this is a story I'm, I'm telling, like you know, like seventh hand, but like no no, no fighting because there was just a bunch of women police out there and nobody did anything no, nobody wanted to fight uh and, and and he was like he didn't know if it was because they all wanted a picture with them because they were all like, like kinda, <laughs> hey we're we're here at uh, no, the history but, but really it's like it's like, that's like no like you, you just you just eliminated the fact that if you added more guys to that angsty like 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 wound up testosterone mm-hmm. environment if you added more guys with more agendas and more weapons on them uh, not going to help. You just you just put a bunch of women in the mix and tempers it because uh, the the idea that you have a thousand guys in a fucking building together that have like agenda is going to be a fucking bummer. And that was like the greatest moments in police force history of just just saying like let's let's have some like some some femininity out there and cool out everything the fuck out.
0: <laughs> Yeah, but you can offend somebody, like, so quick by talking about that. Like, like, like the idea that they have a gender identity, that they, that they put those women out there and that that had any kind of effect for any kind of. Oh, we wouldn't do it here because,
4: uh, because they they would, they would, like, we'd be afraid that they'd get punched or something terrible would happen. I think they just did it because they had the idea that it would cool everything, cool everything down. I don't know. Look it up, everybody.
3: It's, 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 it's interesting to me because,
0: like, we all know—we all know for a fact. We all know for an absolute fact. Erin, get at her. We need some women on stage.
5: Hello. Um, I—I I, I was squirming backstage because the reason why I. Initially, really fell for you was was your Dan was was your what what you what you said to me uh, uh, regarding uh, how you how you felt about women and their
0: I said they were
5: thanks <laughs> uh, You you said to me that like that that, that men were so violently opposed to. Uh, funny men were opposed to, to funny women because they they hated women because they were so threatened by them. Because, it was, because women were so dynamic and emotional and interesting and, uh, and confident and weird. And, and men had a hard time with that.
0: You are making it sound like a guy that just wanted to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> But do you remember
5: that that
0: conversation? Yeah, yeah, sure. I I don't remember. Well, and Dan
5: said, Dan said, "Hey, I think maybe I hate women," (laughs) Uh, which, which, obviously, I was like turned off by, but not, but, but not, but someone saying like, "I think I hate women," but I think I hate them because I love them. I think I hate them because I want to be them because I because I admire them because I think that they're amazing, and I and I. I'm upset by that. And that was like, that was, that was it.
0: But, okay. So gender is obviously the theme of the show tonight, (laughs) which I think is important. Good. Yeah. Great. If we, if we go to the moon, okay. It's, it's easy. Not at the risk of offending any of our uh, listeners of color.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and is it gender or is it sex?
0: I don't, well, I mean, I don't know. Dan just made it a race somehow. (laughs) But race is easy.
4: Race is easy. Yeah, we, we we've proven that as a as a, as a country.
3: Uh,
0: what do you give us five hundred do... years? We'll figure it out. I know. I know that if you go to the moon and you want to start a new perfect civilization, I know that you make the roads straight. No, you disagree on that. You want a scenic view. You want blah blah blah. I'm saying well, like, I'm, like, on the like, on the moon, they're going to tend to be straight. There's less I topography. Want to cer- I want to do certain logical things if I take a group of people to the moon and I start. Are a you saying the, bay. the roads are going to have to be straight and, and a grid the whole all? all over the Don't moon. get too distracted by
4: that. The big saying.
5: reveal is that Dan and I got engaged, but Jeff and Dan got married. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just saying that when one fantasizes, when one expresses their, their impulse, and this is a healthy impulse, to so everyone in the audience, ask yourself, what would you do if you could start from scratch? Because then you, you might even actually be able to make a couple of those things happen down here. So what would you do about gender? What is it incumbent upon us? Because it's very, very easy to talk about race. Fact. Our nation was built on slavery. Fact. Most of the uh uh non-caucasoid Americans who uh, the, the African Americans, as we call them, which I think is a ridiculous phrase, the the, the they're descendants of a practice called slavery, which is not too long ago, where we built the entire country on them and then we went okay we feel bad about this also it's technologically appropriate let's now let's 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 weave this into society these are these are easy facts to deal with and you can easily deal with them even though you can't easily deal with them politically and economically you can easily deal with them philosophically by saying such simple no one can argue with them things like ah color who cares Easy, easy peasy.
5: So, as far as gender, do you mean gender
0: is not easy? Why is right?
5: That? But like, what? But are you talking about the way that the gen, that the government would address gender as far as like restrooms, kind of well, marriage I don't
4: know. Yeah, the fact that like, looking back for a very very long time, and what we consider like wow, civilization—it's it's, it's, been—it's been gross white dudes uh, controlling shit and uh, women are, have been pushed out of all fucking conversation at all times. In the times when I've, like, like for instance, I've been on, some, uh, like on a television show where it's been run by all men. And the men, that uh, the, were the writers and the producers and the, and the camera. So I get, you hear arguments, and you hear a bunch of fucking bullshit all day long. I've also been on shows where the front line was women. Women were the directors, camera, like first ADs and stuff like that. No fucking bullshit. Communication. They all fucking dealt with stuff. There was, there was no less problems and no less like stakes. They just managed to deal with it in a much cooler way. Um, I think you should involve women way more and let's, instead of letting a bunch of guys uh, like, like run everything because it's gross and icky and a bunch of fucking cockfighting all the time. Sure, uh,
5: but that would protest too much. But uh, I
4: protest too much about what?
5: Well, obviously.
4: Yeah, I mean I I I am not a hero for saying that. It's just ridiculous the idea that that uh all of our statues are a bunch of a bunch of dudes. And when we ever put a woman on a coin it's ironic. Like it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> the, uh, like uh, like it's uh, we live in a uh, needlessly uh, male world. It's, it's so stupid. But do you... <laughs>
5: Right, but but we, <laughs> but, but we don't. But we don't. But we do you but we
0: Okay, but do you actually, like, is there, okay, fantasize in your head.
5: All we're right, landing I'm on, on the, a unicorn.
0: We're landing mm-hmm. on the moon tomorrow. Right. There's okay. a rocket ship full of 100 people. Let's 40 assume. Unicorns. Let's assume 50 men and 50 women. Let's assume that we're splitting it down the middle. All right. Okay. I don't know if I'm making a mistake <laughs> assuming that, but it's uh, 100 people, 50 men, 50 women, biologically. It should be 51, 40 men. When we're going to set up a school, we're going to teach children. We're going to, there's going to be a new generation after we land on the moon and we pitch our tents and we do our thing. The idea is that the following generation is going to have a chance of being wiped clean of all kinds of shit. Because that's all we've been trying to do down here forever. Our funerals for various words and our, 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 our letters to TV guide and our, our fucking, like, like we, we fantasize about a clean slate. And there's no better clean slate than a colony where you, you just take a select group of people and you just go, okay, so what
6: are we gonna, what are we gonna teach these kids
0: about? Are we gonna outlaw gender?
5: projection? Well that that's my question. Do you mean like sexually? It's it's 50 men and 50 women or do you mean gender-wise? It's 50 men and 50 women. Well before we like, even
0: get into that, you, I think you're talking about the LA perspective where it's like are 10 of these people people that are men that identify as women and blah blah blah. But but I'm saying like let's just start simple. When we're teaching them the alphabet, when we're when we're when we're giving them toys, are we are we going to commit to the idea that children need to be programmed? And are we, how do we, we know how to do that racially. We know, know that <laughs> we know that you just don't make children racist. We know that you just simply don't program children with racism. But we don't know yet how to not program children with gender politics. Right. We don't understand what that means. I don't understand what that means. What would you do in a neutral, sterile kind of colony? Would you? Is it? Like, are there are there pitfalls that you avoid? Kids like toys. What do you do you do you have to give them gender, g- gender neutral toys?
5: Uh, do, real do, answer. Do kids
0: do kids start to express gender? I've I I, I listen to stories on NPR about kids expressing their uh, their gender, and it's when it's in an ironic capacity when the kid is like they're like oh well we we wanted to support him and but he wanted to do the thing and blah 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 like 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 we don't know what what is politically correct right now do we? Right. Yeah. Uh,
5: I, I I think that. W- real answer, if we were really going to the moon and we were really figuring this stuff out, I think that I would, uh, which, which I think is what most parents do, is just follow whatever their kids want. I don't think that my parents my parents were great, but I don't think that they were progressive in any way. And I know that when I was growing up, I played with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles within a Barbie house but with no Barbies. And
0: yep. would cut know, off their so hair, when set were up. you but when so we, you I were... think
5: that the, like the, the the real answer, like if we're first sending everyone to the moon and it, and everyone gets a kit and it's like a bag of uh kit Kat bars, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> There's a bag of uh weedabix and uh, cucumbers and tomatoes and eggs. And then for the kids, it would just be like a burlap sack that would have matchbox cars, matchbox cars, but also uh, treasure trolls and uh, uh, dolls. I mean, it's not. The the real answer is that, that, like, that's not that big of a deal because, like, every. That doesn't mean. That doesn't identify anyone's sexuality. Like, what toys you play with. But making them available to everyone, I'm sorry all right. We're engaged. You can't stop it.
4: Uh, I want to bring. Uh, I want to bring so Camille
0: out. Let's bring. Let's bring Camille out. Get his perspective as well. Camille.
3: Hello. Who we should
0: really be bringing out is Camille's wife, Emily. Like she oh, would. She specializes shit. in this She's stuff. She's not doesn't here. She? Yeah. If oh.
6: had to drop me off, that sucks. She does specialize but in this she, stuff. But she thinks about these things for a yeah. living, right? Yeah, she tells me about it, but I don't listen. So. <laughs> we're having fun. It is. <laughs> By the way, is, was that book you guys were reading that was Daniel Quinn?
0: Yeah. Right
6: there. Why, why? I know. who. Uh, you know worked, Daniel Quinn? I just read one of his books in college, and I hated it. I hated it so much. It's called Ishmael was his book. And oh, it's yeah. about this gorilla. he refers to it in his in that book. Yeah, no, he's up his own ass. <laughs> it's I don't want to get off topic but Ishmael is about this gorilla that teaches this guy like the right way to live and civilization is fucked up and it's basically he's sort of advocating that we don't help other countries and just kind of let them die when they get diseases. Anyway, it's That um, really for real? Is. That's this guy? Yeah, this piece of
4: <laughs> See I, I, I didn't like the book based on format I, 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 like, I, I, I like finding out that you don't like him for, for real reasons Yeah there's so much to hate about it I, real? I
5: thought it was poetry from far away but it's
4: Well it, it's written and it, you look at it and you think oh it's like he's E.E. E. Cummings he, uh, he doesn't care about format well also E.E. E. Cummings had fucking content also
6: I suck. it was uh, Anthropology 101 and everyone else in the class was blown away by this book and how it changed their lives and I, I really really had such a visceral negative reaction there's to it
5: there's a chapter in here that says I eat bets. I'm just saying so Camille are
6: you and Emily going to have kids sorry to pry uh, I mean y- yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I hope so unless you know one of the rest of that
5: sentence was with us
6: <laughs> is this a new thing
5: well, you've heard of these these kid partnerships, right? No. You find another couple who you admire.
6: It's like uh-huh. a key party.
5: Yeah, it's like a key party, but, with kids? but it's forever. The like co-raise yeah.
6: our kids for the night. It's
5: called it's called a womb uh Womb blast.
6: Yeah, and you just switch babies?
5: No, 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 no. We just say to you, so so Camille and Emily, like you guys are having kids.
0: Yeah, you you have your own kid, but then after a while, it's our kid.
5: And our kid is if your we kid. like it. Oh, it's called a womb blast, and and we have parties and we we all hang out together. It's basically like a play date, but just like more Forever. official. Yeah, yeah.
6: No, but I uh, the reason well, that yes I asked we are. And, I think. And if our stuff works, we will have a kid. Yeah.
0: So we're talking about gender politics. Politics doesn't even work as a word uh, for the issue at hand. I'm talking about like what 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 does gender mean? How. How much is gender an artificial construct in a world where we've started to understand that race is an artificial construct? Uh, uh, like, like how much do we owe it to ourselves to think of gender as an artificial construct?
4: I don't get I, – I, I maybe I'm just being thick right now. I, I don't understand what your hang-up is. Like <clears throat> what's, what's the – Like
0: goal? gender roles, right? Yeah, but, but My hang-up is that in the 1950s, if you were to take your kid into the garage and close the garage door <laughs> and train the kid to be racist – we now know through the lens of 2014 how to recognize what you're doing right and wrong with the child. Yeah. We can actually, in a sort of empirical sense, we can define bad child rearing to the extent that you're raising your child to be conscious of race. So what, what's your concern about having a child? My question is how
6: now, how does that work with gender? I uh, Emily has friends, they're uh, lesbian, and they have a kid, and they are raising the baby gender neutral, and, um, how, so it, the, the baby is female, and, you know, the baby has a female name, but what they're doing is there's no, nothing is blue, and nothing is pink, and it's not dolls, and it's not action figures, so the baby's playing with toys that a boy or a girl would, would, could play with, but it's hard because they asked, you know, uh, Emily's mom, who's very close to the couple, they asked to give the kid gender-neutral stuff. And so the mom bought her, my, my mother-in-law, and she was trying to, she was trying her best. She just couldn't, she bought her, like, a flower bow that was purple <laughs> instead of pink. Right. And she said, so purple is like a male color.
0: But this is so, so let's, this is, this is a key issue. Toys R Us. You walk into it. Aisle three, aisle four, aisle five, aisle six, aisle seven. They're not, they're based on ages of children. They're also based on genders of children. I don't know if they've tried, like, 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 do you, capitalism, like, do you, so if you're a same sex couple, your lesbian friends are having a kid, they make the decision, we're going to have a gender neutral child. We're not going to fuck with this child gender wise. We're not going to. Now, they're also in this larger, uh,
6: Colony. Yeah, sure. It's it's, it's impossible to what extent. I mean, are the, you- the thing
5: the thing is more about not saying because a kid is playing with trucks that they're gay or straight or male or female
0: nobody's doing that to a kid nobody no no well, no, well, no. maybe some, is, some parent is, that might that somewhere is. out there might be going hey faggot stop playing with that truck <laughs> i
5: mean i'm but, sure but that's, I'm sure that's not kids. the right
6: that's a very straight thing to do it's,
5: i mean the very, fact it's that. very in vogue to give kids well thanks i'm sure there are kids there there are kids here i'm sure there are people here who have young children who does anyone here have kids <laughs>
3: Perfect.
5: <laughs> yeah,
6: that feels right.
5: Or some, someone back there has kids.
6: So you with, give with, a... with
5: your hands, like, the, 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 as, a, as a nanny in Los Angeles, and maybe this is different in other places, but, like, it's it's very uncool to suggest to a child that they should be playing with a certain thing. The kids tend to be attracted to one or the other, but it doesn't mean anything. But I do think end.
6: it comes from like you said the larger society. It's almost impossible to raise a kid completely gender neutral because as you said, there are these sort of roles and things and that's just how it is. Like uh, well, kids should give boys. them both things, both things. There's two things. But it's going to be hard even when the kid goes to school and it's like, "Oh, the boys oh, play yeah. with the things that murder yeah. and the girls play with things that have great shoes, you know?" So <laughs> But that that is going to happen. I mean, we're conditioned. When you're a kid, look at the fucking commercials for kids' toys on TV. Like, it's all sort of, you know, it's either one or the other. And that's really.
5: But the the thing to do is that if if your little girl is playing with trucks and is talking about murdering cowboys or whatever, is to not say, Well,
6: (laughs) yeah, you (laughs) let her murder cowboys. Maybe
5: I'm talking about myself. Uh, but the, the, the thing is to not, like, the gender, the quote unquote gender neutral thing is to not say, oh, well, this child, she's a lesbian, like, at four years old. Well, she's clearly a lesbian. She's, she likes these trucks. She doesn't like these, these dolls. She, whatever. It's, it's just, it's just about allowing kids to do whatever. Because in the, previously, when a, when a little girl would play with a truck, that was bad. They would take the truck away and, like, well, do so
0: do you take your kid? through Toys R Us and let the kid...
5: Yes, which is not a crazy idea. No, no, idea. that's probably yeah, how They get pre- to play with whatever. And and... that's a good small So you sort of let
0: the kid be the guide. The kid if the... Is, but we are we are living in within a dichotomy, though. We talk... Yeah, we, and we, the we kid is being guided
6: things. by other stuff other than the parents. And it's good that the parents are trying. I remember specifically at some point being like, I'm going to learn Walk more manly. I remember thinking that, and no one told me or made fun of me of the way I walked. But I mean, look at me walk, I walk fucking manly now. <laughs> but I remember that pressure came, and it, it even if nobody tells you, it's all there. It is a dichotomy. Are you, Dan, it's hard to avoid. Dan and Aaron, you guys
4: are engaged, you're uh, going to be married uh, probably within a year or so, right? Mm-hmm. Um, are, are you already thinking about kids? Well, have you I, talked? To we, yes, yes. Yeah. Is that is that where this comes from? Any part of this conversation or no? No, I don't know why we're
0: talking about gender. Uh, the guy gave a book. I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm, 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 I'm riffing. Is the guy that guy's not in the crowd? Is he the guy yeah. who wrote that book? Hope, well, if, he, if he was, he left.
4: Okay. <laughs> uh, but let's let's say you guys uh, had a kid, and uh-huh. uh, let's say it was pick at random, guy or girl. Uh, Guy. Okay, So say so, so you had a boy. Uh
3: uh-huh.
4: Uh, what? How how would you approach that? What, what would be your? Would you have a? Uh... Slowly, carefully. I would,
0: I would. I would lovingly fondle his privates. With...
5: <laughs> right. I, I, I would as kiss I wrong, his balls. What, what if, am what I already? Let am him already, know already that doing it wrong? Was, he was great. <laughs> what if it's no, a girl? Still? I would call him King Harmon.
4: As long as you would lovingly fondle her privates too, like as
0: long as long as it's equal.
5: Yeah. yeah. It's called a wraparound. <laughs> With a baby, it's called a wraparound.
0: I have a million questions. I, 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 I would be very happy with uh, to if I if I was blessed enough that we were able to conceive a child. Uh, uh, um, what would your first choice be, boy or I, girl? I, 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 I first, choice, I, first choice, first choice. You had s- to pick. I sw- Let's say on the count of three. You had to pick. Lately, What Lately, two. I've been thinking <laughs> I'd rather have a three. girl. Boy because um all i could do is be ironic like 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 and and the cir- the circumcision issue weighs
6: very heavy on me oh yeah really? that's tough i don't wouldn't want my son to go through that well, or or my daughter
5: well we could yeah we could take our daughter to guana and get her circumcised
6: oh i know some places here <laughs> and i feel like same sex
0: children tend to target in, in puberty, they target the same-sex parent.
5: I've <laughs> been reading a lot of Homer.
0: <laughs> I think, of, I, think I, I like the idea of just having a little girl that's like daddy's little girl, and uh, and starts to hate you when she's twelve. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, I'm like, I mean, come on, take it easy on your mom. She tries hard.
3: I mean, <laughs> my, Instead my of the fear, old slug out and so prom
0: far. night. Right, no, Yo,
3: fuck you, old man. <laughs> Dan, let's say, let's let's say you
4: had a boy. Let's say you had a boy, and it's like like he and his like it's time for little league or soccer or whatever. Like like like
0: yeah, fuck you. Yeah.
5: Little satchel. No,
0: I I I I, 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 I look. For, I would love to have a little boy, and I I. I I'm. I'm absolutely. I'm not. Like, if if I, I know that the way karma works is I will have a kid and he will be very <laughs> into football. I know that.
6: But there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's and fine.
0: I, it's fine. And I wasn't I, ever good I'm at sports. am psyched about football. Like already, I'm like psyching myself up about football for my kid's sake. And I'll never. I swear to God, I'll never. He'll never see a typewriter. <laughs> He
4: won't be, be, able, be able to be, read. Because yeah. they don't exist anymore, <laughs>
0: it'll be a little secret I keep.
5: I, I felt afraid on, on many occasions of, of having a, a girl.
0: Yeah, you should. They're terrible. <laughs> See, now we're getting to it. Uh,
4: They're terrifying like, people.
5: I mean, I know, I know, I know this. But was... they
0: love their dads.
2: So, well,
5: not necessarily. Uh, shout out to my dad, who I love very much, uh, <laughs> who very much wants to perform our wedding.
4: And... Perform at your wedding or perform? Not?
5: No, because my dad is a preacher. He wants to. Oh, he's a preacher. Where... Yeah, yeah.
4: He wants to officiate the wedding. He wants yes,
5: to... and we will not allow him to officiate the wedding um, Be- because he's so great
4: because you don't want- <laughs> he's so, he's so good at being a wedding officiant that you, you don't you, you feel like you don't I've deserve al- I've
5: I've always felt since I was very young when my dad would randomly say like well I'll perform your wedding. Uh, I've always felt really weird about he says that. He just perform? yeah you perform a yeah, wedding I've performed yeah. like a right
0: you my dad has
5: performed hundreds of weddings
0: all right so hey if you have a kid
7: but
5: <laughs> for, really quick on this subject uh and i'm so sorry but i i was a nanny in la for many years the, uh, not a parent but the the gender thing like becomes really unimportant like
0: yeah, in it's LA, like, when everyone's rich and everyone can do whatever they want. No, I'm talking about starting, a, we're starting a colony. How, 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 how do you, how do you approach things logically? I'm saying, what's the right thing to do? We're all well aware, as Adam Goldberg very succinctly said, we're in LA. It's been cool to be gay here for 80 years. I, <laughs> like, think- like, like, we do live in a bit of a bubble. Progressively speaking,
5: I think the the thing is to detach gender identity from trucks and dolls and whatever, because everyone is like little kids are attracted to so many different things, and it doesn't mean any sort of thing.
0: Okay, but okay, so and the so the bottom line is that the kid like you kind of you take a uh, bifurcated approach. You buy a dump truck.
6: And a Barbie doll, and you put them in front of them. Oh no! Or you get also board games. You know, like I, th- I think you do, you just I don't see think what board, you get board games. Or... You know, in my head that was the most general neutral spring <laughs> I could think of. <laughs> F- puzzles, don't know jigsaw
0: games. puzzles, I don't, you
6: know. jigsaw puzzles. Yeah.
4: Well, like my my, my, my brother and uh, my brother Bill and his wife Jill. They
6: they have Bill like, and Jill. Yeah. <laughs> That's unfortunate.
5: Ask Ask or, Jeff, ask Jeff what his mother's name was.
6: Phil? Phil.
5: No. My mother's name was Phil. <laughs> no.
4: my, my, my mother's name was, uh, was Betty Ann Larson, and she married Dwayne Davis. She, she became Betty Davis. Betty Davis. Uh, wow. and, and it suited her, because she was a, 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 a grand uh, diva. But like my, uh, my, my brother and uh, his wife, my sister-in-law, they raised their daughter. They, they didn't want to give her princess costumes before she was too old to choose them. Sure. Like, like, no no, no like gr- like overtly girly stuff. As time has passed... Maddox, my niece, has just absolutely on her own. She doesn't watch TV. She doesn't watch any commercials. She has never watched TV. She does not know. Like, they asked her, What what, what do you want for Christmas? She was, or for your birthday. She's, uh, she just turned five. They said, What do you want? She goes, A new water bottle. (laughs) <laughs> oh, like, 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 water to, to take to school water because she doesn't she doesn't watch she, she's not inundated with with, yeah. with advertising practical that says you should you should have this ridiculous thing or this 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 incredibly sure. feminine thing or male thing or whatever the fuck uh but on her own terms uh she has started dressing up like princesses and fairies because she's into that and that was never put on her she has just gravitated towards costumes and what they made for her for her fifth birthday was a big wardrobe, and they filled it with costumes. Gender neutral, male, female, there's cowboys, cowgirls, princesses. Did they give
5: her water? <laughs> <laughs> but like, Is that what she was asking like,
4: for? They, 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 they listened to her. They, they, you, they, th- they, th- they gave th- her latitude, and gradually, as she became, uh, she's a very advanced, like, she was advanced two-year-old, she was advanced three- and four- and five-year-old. She she very clearly made her own des- decisions about what she would like to uh, walk around but the I house. I bet that, if
6: we didn't get make kids choose, I think I know I would have chosen a dress too. Like, there's so much prettier. Oh, well, they're than the, pretty. Yeah. Also, look
4: at those eyelashes. The, Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, I know, right? Well, like, my mother very clearly. I I, mean, I, I I really feel like my mother was was hoped that I was a girl uh, because she had two girls in her first marriage, and then she had, and then she married my dad, and there was my brother was the first born, yeah. and that marriage was a boy he was my father's boy more. And then when my, when I came along, I really feel like I was supposed to be a girl. Yeah. So mu- much of my childhood was spent dressed in tights and dancing and doing things like that. And I really feel like I
6: ought to have been a girl as, far See, as my mom was just I didn't get it out of my system until I came here and my first three Halloweens, I dressed as a woman. That's... That was my costume. What were
5: the costumes? Just woman?
6: Just me wearing a just gown. Just lady. <laughs> I was just a lady. Yeah. A lady in a, in a again. frat way? Or in, a... in a frat way?
5: Well, because there are always frat guys who are dressing as... Girls. I felt
6: very pretty. I, oh, didn't, okay. I didn't feel like a I mean, frat you, guy. You have
5: no frat element to you. <clears throat> do you, you know what I mean. There the, there's a thing,
6: like,
4: uh, like... I, I've, like, when I was in, like, high school, college, there was a thing where girls loved to put me in women's clothing. Like, and it was I, like, I, they just like to dress. Certain friends of theirs up, but like, I, they always love to put me in women's clothing. I was always totally fine with that. Kind of I'm, a turn on, right? Nah. <laughs> if it, look, if it's, if, it's, if it's a turn on for them, like, it's, it's, it's fine. Like, it, it didn't really ever mean anything to me. I didn't do it on my own. But however, I love dressing up as a woman. It's great. It's fucking, it, it feels fine. Uh, like, but you, 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 I, I just don't see why you would force it on. What, what the point of like putting on a child that there's an idea that you have to do one way I don't or the think other anyone way. would do
0: it an intentional uh, uh, yeah. intentionally I mean would do it like
4: I grew up in Los Angeles I was taught how to throw up my, my, my dad taught me how to throw a curveball and, and, and a change- up and a, and a and a slider and all this stuff and I learned how to do all this manly stuff also I was dancing I got so much femininity and so much masculinity and not in any dogmatic way on either side Um I, I, you know, I, I, I'm the product of a very Los Angeles lifestyle. I Grew up in because a theater because you were doing
5: all those plays, and because you were in The King and I. Did your, did your dad ever do any sort of like, hey? No, I mean, you I, know that my, you're-
4: I, I had friends when I was four years old. I had uh, there was a guy that directed the first play I was in. He was very clearly, even to a four-year-old me, I knew that he was a queen. He was a big, like, Oscar wilde like, like awesome, like, grand theater queer. He was awesome. And he was my, my mother's friend throughout her entire life until she died. And he was a part of my life. And I grew up in the theater. And there were clearly people that, before I knew what sexuality was, before I'd ever had an erection, before I knew what, what the difference between male and female anatomy was, I did know that there were people in my life that weren't the way I was supposed to be. My parents weren't dogmatic about it. I, I became the most homophobic person in the world because of the theater. Because I, my parents weren't homophobic, my parents weren't dogmatic, but I, and I feel like I must have talked about this in the show before, or maybe not. Um, I was nine years old, or even younger, I had dressers, and they were the great like, like late 70s, early 80s queens, and they'd make out in, in front of each, uh, with each other in front of me. And I asked my hairdresser when I was like nine or ten. Your hairdressers would ah. make out in front of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> were were like, you getting we'll
5: celebrate? But I, were
4: okay. you getting terrible <laughs> haircuts? No, no. Like, I, I, you're you're getting you're getting made up before before a play. Oh, okay. Like, like, so, like, I was on Broadway. I was ten years old, and I had a I had a dresser and a hairdresser. Wait,
6: what? You were on Broadway. With
5: yeah, we've talked about it. The King and I. Yeah. No, you I did not know this. <laughs> with Yul Brynner.
4: What is your life? <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was I was, on a, I was in the King and I with Yul Brynner when I was a kid, and I, so I had. To...
5: <laughs>
3: That's
4: fucking crazy. Yeah, so, with Yul Brynner? Yes.
5: Yeah, Camille, you've never seen a sexier kid.
4: <laughs> shit. Dude. So I, I had this dresser named Gordon who was great, and uh, and he was so funny. And he would, I, I, like, the, the costumes were really hard to get in and out of. There's like tons of hooks and snaps and shit like that. And there were all these old, really ridiculous old costumes. And then his, a guy that he was kind of dating was his hairdresser guy that would come in, and they would just like French kiss in front of me. And I was 10, and then, then 11. And I asked the, the younger guy, who was probably like in his mid 20s, I, uh, I said, like, so did you know you're a gay all the time? Like did you always know you're going to be gay. He goes oh no no I, I didn't know until I was eighteen. I was like oh, oh me, 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 me! don't say that. That could happen Say, to you. say you always knew
3: <laughs> be,
4: because not not that I felt like I was ever going to get punched or beaten or or, or ostracized if I did grow up to be like a good like seventy percent of the people on that production were gay uh, and sadly and absolutely truly almost all of them dead. Because like from from AIDS like uh, because that was this well was, I mean that
6: was a big yeah, crazy Yeah, th- this this, time. this was the uh,
4: like the, the early <laughs> days of that. Um, like, what was it? Eighties. Yeah, this is 84, 85, I was in that show, and like 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 most of that production is gone, uh, and, uh, including I think these guys. And uh, so I, I, this guy told me he's like, no, like I thought I was straight until I was eighteen. I got so homophobic and so worried about that only because of my like. My Being own. gay is hard, I'm sure. Well, yeah, and, and and you wouldn't choose it as a young boy. With yeah. like, like, and I was literally taken off the pitcher's mound to go audition for The King and I, embarrassingly so by my mom. And so I, when I went home at night, and I, or if, like, if the last thing I did before I went to bed was close a magazine and it was a picture of a guy, I would keep looking until there was a picture of a woman. <laughs> 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 and But to the point of, like like... Like, mania. And if I was watching TV, I would turn the TV off. And if right last second was a guy, fuck, turn it back on and wait until there's a picture of a woman. Because if if the last image in my mind was a picture of a man... That, uh, being straight or gay was this toss of the coin
6: and I maybe knew- that's what that Especially guy did he turned eight. the TV off when it was a guy <laughs> at 18 well, at, well, at, as and a, he turned gay
4: at, 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 as, a t- as a 10 or 11 year old that's, that, that, that was the world that I thought we lived in and then one day when I was 12 years old like laying in bed I just went oh I like women yeah, and went to bed and never did that again. But that wasn't because anybody told or beat it out of me or whatever. But there wasn't like there was a big point in my life where I felt like I really had to do come to grips with the fact that like I might not know this until I'm much older than I am right now, and that will be okay. But it won't be okay because it's fucking hard. You'll get you'll get. Treat her like shit. You'll get get pushed around. Well, this is something that you're
0: able to articulate at the age of 40 looking back on it because it's as clean cut as straight versus gay. And that's what I'm talking about because we're entering a world now where we're becoming increasingly conscious of the pressures of gender identity. And it's not – As clean cut as straight or gay With gender identity You don't know how feminine you're allowed to be Or supposed to be Or how masculine you're allowed to be or supposed to be This isn't about straight or gay Straight or gay comes down to That's that's our struggle to turn Gender politics into something as clean cut As racial politics Because your skin is brown Or your skin is white And you had sex with a man And put your mouth on his penis Or you didn't um, there are – we have friends of Harmontown who come up here who look like dudes and act like dudes and identify as women in their hearts and their minds and it's uh, it's, it's incumbent upon us. I'm, j- I'm just curious as a guy who's thinking about having a kid in this new world and also as a philosophical thought exercise, I'm asking the question – like, it doesn't, like, like, look what goes through the young brain. Yeah. Look what yeah. carries through to the 40-year-old adult about when you felt like gender was being projected onto you, your, your, your sexual roles and stuff.
4: Uh, I, I went to the, uh, the, in the, in the King and I dressing room, there was the dancer's dressing room, there was the women's dressing room uh, for the dancers, the chorus, and the men's. And I would say there's probably about 20 or 25 apiece. And in the men's dressing room, there were only a couple straight guys in that most most of the dancers were gay guys, and they always had uh, be, uh kind of ironically in the, wherever we traveled we did like thirteen cities together there'd be a there'd be two calendars next to each other, one was a calendar of all like uh, like hot like firemen and like like, <laughs> na- like like naked dudes, and then one of uh naked women, but it was only for one or two guys sure and, and, and it was like it was always like like they did it like out of equality, and so I was uh I was 10 years old and my friend, uh, my, my understudy Luke, we, were, we, were, we went down. You over. had an understudy. <laughs> I had, I had, That's fucking crazy. I had dude. seven understudies because they wouldn't, they wouldn't let us not do the show. That's a whole other story. They would, I, even when I was sick and I chipped the whole front tooth off and I, was, I lost my voice, they would not let you not go on. Even though you wanted your understudy to go do it, they wouldn't let the. Principals. You were just so good. No, uh-huh. they, they, were, they, they just had this weird climate of they did not want the understudies to go out there.
5: He was also, Camille, have you seen a picture of Jeff as a kid? Uh, no, I mean, Meow. I'm scared.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is there anybody in the audience, I would imagine? I,
5: I, I wasn't could...
4: know the story, real quick. Uh, so, so, I, I, I walked in with, with Luke down there, and we, and we were looking at the, he and I were both looking at the only, like, we weren't exposed to a lot of pictures of naked women, so we saw these calendars. It was right next to, a, like, like, naked guys, and then there was the naked girls, and we're looking yeah. at them. And there was a dude in the fucking cast, God bless him, a Hawaiian guy named Kaipo, who was just as gay as a day in May. He was so fucking... Uh, but he would always kind of harangue us. And he's like, Hello, Jeff. I know which calendar you're really looking at. Like, I, was like, I was like, Kaipo. Like, I'm Kaipo. I'm, I'm fucking 10. He, he gave me a fucking lighter one time. He and this dude, Stanley, gave me a fucking lighter and they had a lighter cover. Like, it was a regular Bic lighter, but it was a, inserted into a penis... <laughs> that you could flip the head of the penis off and open uh, like, and, and light the cigarette and, it, and Kipo was like Jeff uh, could you get this out I can't get it out it's stuck okay, and they, he just sat there and watched I didn't get the joke I was just struggling with this <laughs> fake plastic penis trying to uh, and they sat there giggling and, and then like halfway through I'm like oh you motherfuckers like like it was it was the theater and they they treat you like an adult but it was fucking open season
6: on on sexuality there yeah i feel like for me having i think having a kid is so scary anyway i think you do the best you can and I mean, it's a job... Everybody has wonderful parents, right? And we all have problems with them. We're all signing up for a job that no one in history has ever nailed. (laughs) No one's ever gotten it exactly right. And we're like, yeah, "Yeah, we're going to fucking try it. We're going to be the ones. You
5: know what's crazy is Christmas shopping at Target and walking down the aisles. I was was looking for a catchphrase game because we were uh, going Gender-neutral
6: toy, yeah. (laughs) Gender-neutral
5: And, and just seeing, because all of my friends who have kids are are raising their kids, uh, quote unquote, general gender neutral, which I guess just means letting your kid follow whatever they they like, which I think most most parents do. But the 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 rose for for girls, pink, pink, like really, yeah, pink. it's crazy. And then the rose for for boys are black and blue, like they they it really feels like you have to choose. Between the, the two, it's so strong. It's
6: weird. I remember always my life uh, until I was like in my 20s, being very obsessed with seeming masculine. And, and I was like a little kid. I was skinny. I, you know, Sh- I show like us the walk.
4: Sh- show us the walk. Oh, I don't know. It's, yeah. It's,
6: yeah. It's, no, it's, no, it's, no. I remember. I, I was like, the key to having a good walk is to act like it, you, you don't give a shit what your walk looks like. So I would give a shit kind of. about having a walk that looked like I didn't give a shit.
5: Do you know how old you were?
6: I was probably 12 or something. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> when I was eight, I felt like I was too masculine, so I created a laugh that was more feminine. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it. Ugh. Well, uh, have you seen uh, you the Looney it? Tunes? Yeah, have you seen the Looney Tunes witch when when she leaves, she leaves hairpins behind. Yeah. I saw that and I thought that was a height of femininity for some reason.
3: <laughs> so my
5: so my laugh that I created was <laughs> really. Abomment. I remember there was this Abomment.
0: dude Eugene who was like the <laughs> funniest dude in seventh grade. And then he he went away for the summer, and then he came back, and he decided that he was going to be like Eddie Murphy, and he had affected this hurt, hurt, hurt laugh. (laughs) I was so bummed out, because Eugene was so funny, such a nerdy, funny dude, and then he came back all sexy, drenched in cologne, doing this Eddie Murphy laugh. Uh is there anybody in our audience and it's fine if the answer is no uh let it let it let it slide a little. we'll we'll bring up Spencer and we'll we'll continue to have a great evening but I'm just curious like you know in this Los Angeles audience is there anybody that can speak from the surf of gender uh, somebody that's had a discomforting upbringing like somebody that can talk about I, the, 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 this, you know, give us give us more information than we have because we've been pontificating about how you're supposed to raise a kid and what you're supposed to imprint on them gender-wise. Is there anybody out there that that sort of you know went back and forth or existed in between? You know, and had a diff- weird experience or. Uh, anyone that wants to is willing to come up and talk about it. You're willing willing to willing to come up and speak for a little bit
4: Yeah, coming up
3: Sarah. Sarah.
7: Sarah um I'm gonna stand I uh, I've never had like a gender identity Crisis with myself, but I feel like my parents did like they didn't think I was girly enough My mom was really upset because I didn't want to wear makeup and things like that but This whole conversation I've kind of been hearing um, that it it feels um, to you like gender neutrality is something that you have to work for with a kid, and it's sort of like the opposite of the default, which is trucks and dolls, but the, the gender system, in my view, the gender system that we have is just as much of a construct as making something gender neutral. Right. It's just like it's it's beyond trucks and dolls. Like it it manifests. Like gender in,
0: neutrality would also be an artificial construct. Yeah,
7: but That's it would be concern. one that gives more choice, because the gender system we have now uh, takes that choice away. And the problem that I have with with the the gender system we have now is not just like okay, maybe if you let a boy not know he's a boy or what being a boy means, maybe he'll want to play with guns and trucks anyway, and a lot of little boys do. But it manifests in like everything in your life. Like I'm constantly coming up against this like realization that I don't think I can do something cuz I'm a girl. huh Even though I'm fully aware of that. And like just one example that I can't stop thinking about is this motherfucker with his feet on the stage. Like that's not <laughs> like, something you girls You think if you do. did that
0: as a girl, you're thinking I like would somebody would go, "Hey would... bitch, get your feet off the stage." No, 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 no. <laughs> I think about I think that about him constantly. <laughs> he is way out of line putting his feet on the never,
7: stage. Never I would never see a girl do that. No matter how like that's balls true. out, like no matter
4: oppressing. how pink Anatoly's shoes are, they're still all over us. No, States he doesn't. Right he's Russian. That's a whole different
0: thing.
7: Oh,
5: is it? Well, and it feels very phallic. No,
7: but right? continue, please. Yeah. That's that's it. It's just it's things like that, and and you know, just kind of thinking like, man, why don't I, why don't I feel like I can do a thing? Because and then I realized, and then it it makes a real difference seeing people that look like you do stuff you want to do.
5: Sorry, may I ask how old you are? 23.
6: Cool. Sarah Silverman say, in her new special has this great quote. I'm just going to say it. She said, don't tell little girls they can do whatever they want to do uh, because it would never have occurred to them that they couldn't. And I think just having to tell girls that they could be like whatever they want to be comes from such a place of, you know, mm-hmm. where there are certain things that you feel don't you, that you don't feel comfortable doing. When, yeah. you say, when, you,
0: when, you, when you say when 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 you people that look like you, what what does that mean to you?
7: It, it means gender, it means sex, it means race, means everything. And it's it's a it's a kind of thing where like again, I don't I don't consciously think about it all the time. Like when I look at a stage and there's only men on it, I don't usually think like oh man, it's all men. They don't look like me. But then if a woman comes on stage, yeah. I feel relieved, and I didn't realize that I was holding my breath.
6: Mm-hmm. That's, Zara, that's how I feel. Where because were you, you raised in? America, in uh, which, uh, the Bay Area. In the Bay Area, okay. Yeah. And that's pretty progressive, right? It's a pretty progressive
5: place, yeah. So, Sarah, yeah. do, you, do you get bummed out when sometimes I just... Do, do, you, do you come to the show a lot? Oh, uh, this is or my second you? time. I just moved here. Cool. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you ever... Because I feel self-conscious about this. Do you ever feel bummed out that I just talk about being a girl or kind of like... No, I'm so glad. All right. Thanks, it makes me feel
7: good. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just, it feels, feels weird to, you know, it, it would have been really weird if they had this whole discussion and you, you didn't come on stage. <laughs> it would have just been glaring, really. <laughs> do you
0: think that when you look back on your childhood, do you think about, so you're raised in the Bay Area by parent oh. who were, were they, what were they trying to do, gender-wise, to you? Were they, were they on a mission? To-
7: they were just trying to do what they thought was normal which is what everybody else is trying to do. But it was like, I remember I always just wanted, because I have an older brother, and I just always wanted to do everything he wanted to do. My parents mm-hmm. didn't really put much on me until, you know, like puberty. And then they were like, are you lesbian? You know, like, they yeah. just thought it was weird that I didn't hang out with boys that they didn't see. I don't know. They had the kind same the, thing, yeah. That was when it started to, because they were like, all right, you're a kid, whatever, play with blocks. But uh, then after a while, I began to see concern with them and I didn't really understand why
5: did they ever discourage you from doing anything that was like gender exclusive
7: no they just uh, thought I was uh, autistic (laughs) Um, (laughs) not no it wasn't it wasn't gender we had a lot of problems but uh, most of them were not gender related right yeah My mom was very like I thought I was raising you to be a feminist, and like when she would do things, she didn't think she would kind of use like I thought you were supposed to be a strong woman. I was like I don't think.
5: I think I think in a way, maybe this is totally wrong, but I but I feel like for for girls it's a little more weird because the girl things are so girly, they're so babies, they're so pink houses, they're so everything. Whereas boys like are trucks and their their models and all these different things. So yeah. like it, for for girls, it's a little weirder to... But I also of of do think
6: girls get to have a little more variance. Like a little girl playing with a truck is okay, but a little boy playing with a yeah. Barbie no, you're is right. Dead. You're
5: right. Yeah, that, that's totally that's totally. Uh, I feel like yeah, the deck
0: is stacked. Well, God, I feel like the deck is stacked against uh girls a little more because if a boy a A boy doesn't have to put on a pink chiffon dress in his upbringing in order to be perceived as being less masculine. A a, a, like like a, a boy gets more leeway. A boy is allowed to be, for instance, smart, a nerd. Like I feel like I feel like if a girl like Mary Curie, I feel like if she was like more interested in looking through a microscope than. Uh, her coming out party I feel like she gets more punished than her male counterpart
6: That that is true I mean it's being a guy is the best yeah <laughs> I mean it's so everything's in our favor
5: but, but we're all very familiar with the term tomboy but we don't have the same thing for a exactly for a, that's a my point yeah. no at, at
6: my, uh,
4: my niece's uh, fifth, fifth birthday party uh, like in December she has all these costumes and most of them are little girl costumes and so because they're for her and so there was a, there were a bunch of other kids there, but they were all but one of them was uh, were there were boys. So there was four boys there, and there was only there, there was only like one male like outfit to put on. So all of the guys uh, were running around dressed like Cinderella and princesses and shit. <laughs> and I it felt great. And the thing is, uh, nobody gave a shit. The parents, there's a moment of like. Like there's a moment like okay this is the first time anybody's ever seen anything like this. But all the all the little boys were running around. These four and five year old, six year old boys were all running around dressed like Pocahontas and shit, and it was hilarious. And they all like and like they they didn't give a fuck. Yeah, because they're they're playing cowboys and Indians. But if you're if you're a little girl, and you go into your brother's like things and 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 it's all cowboys and Indian stuff. You're not the, the little girls aren't allowed to dress up like a cowboy. Or anything, they have to they have to dress up like a damsel and whatever. Yeah. But it was, it was all the parents were sitting around, just watching. Uh, my niece Maddox enforce that all the men, all the boys <laughs> dressed up in these princess outfits, and nobody gave a fuck. And it was like everybody just like everyone's shoulders relaxed and go like, okay, yeah. it's all gonna be all right because like this is as it should be. And, it, and it was, nobody was enforcing anything. And the, and the boys didn't lose any credit among yeah. each other or in, in front of anybody. Emily worked at this
6: facility in, I don't, I don't want to say where it was, but it was like one for, because she's a therapist, it was for like bad kids. But these were like bad kids. Like 13-year-olds who would stab people and like done a bunch of drugs and stuff. So they were all like sort of very obsessed with seeming like, you know, hard and tough. And because it was all just guys there, they were, the kids would end up like fucking each other. And then they would have these sort of um, crises. They would come to Emily and be like, I think I'm gay. And Emily would be like, well, not necessarily you might be, but also just, you know, you, you just have to get this out. Uh, one time she heard uh, these two kids were snuggling and they weren't allowed to go home for Christmas. And it was these two, like, really rough and tumble, uh, like, 14-year-olds. And she heard them whisper. One guy said to the other, he's like, Merry Christmas, baby. <laughs> And I think that's what they sort of was it Lou Rawls. It became yeah. It became a safe environment to kind of do whatever they wanted to do and not have to have a label on it, you know. And I think that sort of uh, was weirdly kind of freeing for them.
5: Yeah, I I think I think you 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 are one hundred percent right when you say that uh, it's not it's not cool for boys to be girly, but boys are, are really rewarded for being funny and goofy and sure like yeah. putting on uh girls outfits and whatever else like it's not like for girls just talking a lot yeah they were just talking a lot it sounds like sarah had the same sarah had the same experience that i did where the, the parents were kind of panicked over the way that you were interacting with the world and were, were worried that like you weren't going to be i know i know for sure like my mom had a an actual conversation with me that was about me not being pretty enough or, like, me not being pretty or losing weight or et cetera, et cetera. Like, everyone feels really panicked when they see a girl playing with trucks because it's like, oh, my God, like, their value. Like, what is their... And also, Which like, might not be true now as much, especially not, but in it Los still Angeles. is.
6: I mean, when was the last time you heard a guy being called mouthy? You know, you don't really hear <laughs> that, but, but there's these certain words that are, that are sort of, they're so ingrained and they are used to sort of denigrate women. You know, like Emily, this will happen all the time. Emily and I host this video game podcast. It's called the indoor kids. Listen to it. It's great. But whenever I fuck up a video game fact. They say Emily fucked up a video game. it always goes on her wow. every single time <laughs> and they also tell her to relax all the time which like fucking drives me nuts but yeah. that's another thing like the way God well, Emily
5: is a bitch. bitch
6: She is a mouthy bitch
5: No Emily Emily is 100% It's interesting cuz there
0: you there, you notice there aren't any equivalents you know how they're like like you know uh, racially like you have the n-word, you have you have the height of profanity uh, when there's a group that is not part of the ownership class, and then we joke about how there's no. What are you going to call us? A cracker, honky? Does it, those words don't well, matter. Well, it doesn't work because there of the is power no. Differential. There yeah. is no. You can call the. You can say bitch. You can say the c word. You sure. Can, you could can say there's there's like five words that you can use to to indicate Name. that a woman is uh, is out of line. Yeah. And. When a guy is really out of line, it's the same words because you're impugn their gender. Yeah, I I I, 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 am the biggest defender of that. Like I, 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 emasculation. Uh, uh, well, that's when, a big when insult. When you really, yeah. really, really uh, disapprove of a fella.
2: Yeah, uh, like true.
0: like I, I, I like, like I find myself emasculating bitch, them yeah. linguistically. Yes. Yeah. That they are a C word, that they are a T word,
6: that they are What's a the T word? Twat. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's common so enough that you could just say T word and we know what you're talking I about. Thought, I thought it was... Titty, it, titty face. I so, went with so titty, then, titty,
0: too. Titty titty. There's not a lot of like, What do you do? The, uh, from from there, you get into homophobia. You could go, call a guy a sure. cocksucker. Yeah. So, right? so then, That's Dan, what does, does do. that mean when you say For that sure. to
5: a woman? What does that mean?
0: What do you no, know? Well, well, I
5: mean, if it's about emasculation.
0: Well, it's the same as the N word. It, it I means you're dehumanizing
6: them. If you call a woman okay. the C word, you're. And if you call a guy the C word, you're making you're him saying, like a woman. When you're in a horrible British way. Yeah. Well, they, saying, they just like, say it all like the time. Stop
0: because, being right. a. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, I, I, you, you're probably uncomfortable standing up here. Oh, right no, now. I'm...
7: Can I say something of before course. I sit down? Please. I'll, I'll get off. You've I, heard uh, it. I promised my friend Eric that if I got up and got to talk, I would talk about him because he <laughs> loves it. Loves you. He's in love with you. Uh, his name is Eric Krasner. I'm talking about him. He's going to listen to the podcast. He's going to be so psyched. He's one of my best friends. He's amazing. He sounds
0: like a queer. Yeah.
6: <laughs> 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 Thank
0: you, Sarah. Right, Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the worst. <laughs> yeah, no, there, there. That's
5: a, like, Sarah's experience is not.
6: Like, what, what, what was her name? Where did she go? Sarah. Oh. Zara. Sarah. Sarah. Is it with a Thank Z? No, S. Sarah. Wait, where are your parents from? Some other place? <laughs> I don't know how else to put it than, other in other Pakistan, the Bay Area? It's Sarah, not Sarah. I'm Iranian. You're Iranian? Okay. Your parents got away from the uh, Islamic Revolution? <laughs> nice. Did you speak Farsi?
5: Did you grow up here? Or yeah.
6: yeah. See, here.
4: We, we made you sit down. Then we start interviewing you. <laughs> <laughs> See, how how, how <laughs> sexist is that? Sit down. We'll talk to you from a distance. It's not. It's not a good show. It's not a good show.
5: By, by applause. How many? How many girls here had kind of like a similar experience where their parents were weird about their. Yeah. 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 Humble applause. Our parents did that to us. Well,
0: Once you get that, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure a bunch of the guys here, had, yeah, uh, like, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dismissing it. I'm saying like, that's the thing. Gender politics. What yeah. is it? I, I remember like what, my high school. Once you invite Hasbro and Mattel into, and uh, um, like, 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 you're they only mean well. They're not going to try. They, they don't they, mean well. Mattel does not mean well. That's that's well. I I could argue that that's <laughs> that they do mean well. Like when you entrust a system like capitalism into something organic like your gender identity, you can guarantee one thing: Parker Brothers and Mattel and 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 these companies. They're definitely going to go where the heat is. They have no interest in uh, in informing your gender identity based on some glass ceiling that they want to maintain. They want to make money. And if they think that little boys like to shoot things and make them bleed, they are going to become part of a cycle That
6: makes little boys feel like they want to make things bleed. But I also think that if when you're a kid, like labeling yourself is sort of a powerful thing. You're figuring out who you are, you're figuring out your identity, and it is easier, like, to be like, I'm a straight male, I'm a manly male, I like sports. You know what I mean? It's, it's much harder when it's fluid. So I, I know that that's a good goal to have, but for kids, that can be a little, it's a little more challenging. Uh, yeah. So, yeah yeah that's what I'm saying like you don't
0: look to your fucking Saturday morning cartoon. you don't even look to your goddamn parents i'm sorry <laughs> like I, I, I like they're a awash in this shit like like it it everyone's confused and if you if you look to who came before you for what you should do. On your thirteenth birthday, and what you should wear, and what you should be playing with, and what you should be doing, you 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 might get a little bit of truth, but you're probably going to get a lot of uh, misinformation. And 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 parents, uh, I wonder. I, I, parents' responsibility is to do the best they can, I guess, within sure. this maelstrom to. Make sure that there's I th- I think it's just a uh, smorgasbord in front of the
4: kids. There's also a likelihood because not because there's a right or wrong way to do it, it's just because like you someone said earlier, like, that we everybody got it wrong. There's, there's no, nobody has, Oh yeah. nobody has no it, one's right. ever been convicted of being the world's perfect parent. Uh, you could try so right, so hard to make things gender neutral that you absolutely create more confusion than there needs yeah, to be. Yeah, you can fuck your kid oh, up yeah. that
0: way too. Yeah. Holy yeah. crap!
5: As, as somebody who was a nanny in LA, working with kids who <laughs> grew up with a lot of money, there's, there's, there's the oppression of <laughs> gender neutrality. I've told
0: the story a thousand times. Of my this is such a classic story. Like me oh. being a kid, growing up in the '70s, my mom sitting down with me. I was playing with the, uh, it was Sesame Street figures, like, and Sesame Street was already, it was a, you know, multiracial environment and stuff. So there were like these little figures that were different colors. And my mom, <laughs> I remember my mom saying, can you tell me the difference between this guy and this guy? And I, I went, ah, guy's got a hat on. That guy doesn't have a hat on. And she's like, Really? That's the only difference? Yeah. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah well, the shirt's different. And, and my mom, I remember her going, that is so great that you don't see the difference between them, because the real difference is that this guy's black <laughs> and this guy's white, and you are part of a new generation that will not perceive race. Until otherwise notified.
4: <laughs> this is exactly and your origin like, story, oh, yeah, by exactly, the
3: way.
0: It was the same mom who came and sat on my, the foot of my bed uh, because there was a there was a mini series on TV, and I remember her coming into my room and waking me up and sitting on the foot of my bed and saying, "I'm waking you up and telling you there is going to come a day when people tell you." That something called the Holocaust never happened. <laughs> it did happen. It happened. They tried to kill all the Jews. I don't
4: care. It happened. I don't care who says what. What evidence they present you the most well-meaning...
0: Yeah. Like, like, wow. How can, I you, get, that how can you get more progressive like that. than
5: that? That story's so, so funny because it sounds like it just occurred to her.
0: It did! It did just occur to her. Because my mother realized things when the television said that. That's why I'm here.
5: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Because I am like an apocalypto Like I've climbed up To the top of the fucking pyramid Like the thing that told my mom What to think On Wednesday I would say God damn it I don't want to wash the dishes And she'd slap me and say You don't say god damn it No one says god damn it That's using the Lord's name in vain Thursday night, Johnny Carson. God damn it, this fucking Burbank weather. Uh, <laughs> but mom, I gotta... Well, Johnny Carson said it, so fuck it. I gotta get out to where this world makes this television. I am going to control people's thoughts. Oh, man. I am going to become a real person.
5: Well, you had to get out to television where it was fine because, it, because you were on television. Because it it's where people. you make
0: dumb people think. period let's bring out Spencer everybody
5: really quick Uh,
1: (laughs) I got a new chair that's what we're talking about now (laughs) Uh,
6: paradigm shift it's not
1: folding I don't like it. You like the folding you don't like this one. Right? I don't know about it. Are you, I, are you afraid of change? Is, that what, is that... There's a pillow on it. Wait, There's a pillow on your chair? There chin? was. Are you saying <laughs> Are you you're, are you're you implying that a... my
5: butt ate the pillow? What are you saying? <laughs>
1: No, I wasn't having none of that.
5: <laughs> Spencer, would you agree that like the key to gender neutrality is not putting like not not attributing anything to like male or female? It's, it's just it's just whatever a, it is. It's not. I mean,
1: labels are important to humanity, but you can't. St- Stay stuck on the labels because they're only as useful as defining the actual thing, which is important.
5: What was your favorite toy as a child?
0: That's a really brave stance, by the way. The key to gender neutrality is to not <laughs> imprint any gender on anybody. Oh, really?
5: <laughs> I thought. I <laughs> well, I, 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 just mean as I had been
0: operating to... under the age-old idea that the key to ne- gender neutrality was to imprint male gender on everything.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't think I articulated what I what I meant very well. Well, what I meant was was that like w- as far as gender neutrality goes, we say like oh well, play with a truck because that's a boy thing, or play with a play with a Barbie right. house because that's a girl thing. It's just like not Jeff's walking across. What's the stage. happening?
1: Oh, let me go get my character <laughs> sheets out.
0: <laughs>
5: no, yes. but you're right. It's not gender the neutrality.
1: Yeah,
0: it turns out the key to gender neutrality is to not pay attention to gender. Who would have thought? <laughs>
3: What? <laughs> I, I feel like uh, we we
4: we, 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 we spent
6: an hour and a half not getting to the bottom of this at all. What yeah. did you think we would get to the bottom of this in an hour and a half? That would be like on CNN front page tomorrow. <laughs> Harmontown figures out the gender problem.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean? Like I think a lesser lesser minded person would approach gender neutrality by saying like here's a here's a boy thing, here's a girl thing, as opposed to like not. Getting beyond like things being boy or girl things. Like trucks aren't necessarily boy things, and houses aren't necessarily. I'm killing myself after that. I get
1: what you're saying. I just don't know what I can do from here at this point, Twenty minutes for you.
5: Spencer, what was your favorite toy as a as a young Spencer?
1: Uh, Legos. I mean, I don't know. You like the dick butt, right? Yeah,
4: the dick butt. <laughs> For me, it was Legos and Star Wars action figures, and that's
1: all I needed. Yeah. That's about building your own universe. Right? Boys' toys Absolutely.
5: are co- cooler than girls' toys.
1: Well, that's the thing. Is like, well, that's the whole. It's all about options. Like, why, why don't women have powers? Because their options are limited. They're the only. Well, that's what have power powers? is. Is having options. Power is being able to choose your options. Right. Right. If you only have pink toys, if you only have the ability to choose pink toys. You're being limited boys boys toys don't have a color like you said earlier they're blue or black it's they're quick. not they're every color you know pink toys are like girls toys so yeah. it's just about options it's not about saying one's better than the other and
6: boys toys have well, changed and girls toys are still barbies yeah they really haven't
1: changed much it's all about like emulating uh house life yeah right
5: from the girls in the audience was anyone else jealous of boys toys
1: Cause yeah, there was more. Yes. there's more types, like more options. I was jealous of the
4: girls' so. toys. Yeah, I, I, I was. I, I was jealous of my yeah, niece's toys. They, they, oh. their, their, their toys had like, because there was an option that I wasn't exposed to. Exactly. I didn't. I, I didn't Same like thing. that. Like, wait, you you have little ponies with hair. Like my my my, my action figures don't have oh, hair. Oh, I right
6: left not. strawberry shortcake. Fucking strawberry, is, that they this
4: smelled is, great. Fucking uh. purple pie man and fucking oh, yeah. yeah, fucking yeah.
0: Uh, my friend. Chris and I, uh, yeah. His older sister had strawberry shortcake, and we would uh, we went into her bedroom and you'd sniff on them and we would sniff them. <laughs> they were great. Here's why: we, I had had be- a whole, we had a pageant. We had a strawberry shortcake pageant. Wow! And he had like a, a whole smell? room full of Star Wars and GI Joe stuff,
3: right. and
0: like, but we were having a beauty pageant in his sister's bedroom with strawberry shortcake. Who Strawberry shortcake. Yep, <laughs> she smelled the best. <laughs> oh, it was a There's smell. Pageant. Pageant. What about the little pillow? Uh, the, the pillow kissing
4: thing you you had with your with with. Oh, uh, that of, was yeah. No or?
0: toys involved in that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> when I was on the fucking road, I was you know like a fucking eleven years old, not you know very prepubescent, and there was my the guy that played the prince. Those two male or a kid. Uh, lead characters in the King and I. There's the prince, who's the son of the king, and Louis, the son of the teacher. Was, it was me, and Doug Claif who was 13. He was going through puberty, and he uh, he jerked off in front of us just to show us that things came out. Oh, just to show us that no. things came out. Oh, yeah.
3: he, 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 That's he, cool.
4: He was, like, he was like, he's like, guys, you're 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 a year and a half younger than me. Watch this. <laughs> uh,
3: and, well, we like sat there, and it wasn't
4: like oh come on man but it, we, uh, we didn't know what the fucking point was it was like so, watching somebody make the world's best like you know chicken salad sandwich it was like like, oh I, I, I didn't know the recipe for that I didn't know the same, same recipe he,
5: was he making eye contact with you did no, no, he, he, he what was <laughs> he, he, he doing he goes, what was going on
4: if you strike your dick it gets, it gets bigger also for, for my money that guy's dick was as big as a thermos uh, I, 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 I had a little I had a little 11 year old dick and this guy had a dick like fucking some sort of ho- like just wow and and, and 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 then he jerked off and a, l- a little drop of white shit came out of it and we're like fucking interesting interesting <laughs>
3: and, and, and then he goes
4: and, and then he turned like later on there's, we traveled with seven kids there were, there were four guys and three <laughs> girls that traveled with the show. <laughs> with the girls? You, you also showed the girls? No, no, no. We, we were talking to the three girls afterwards, like, you yeah, know, so Douglas over here, uh, he can touch, he can touch his, uh, his ding-a-lingy thingy and, uh, and a little bit of white stuff, uh, emerges from it, uh, like magic. And, and he turns to the girls in a very conspiratorial tone and says, Kathy, Yvette. And these girls are, 12. 13? Meow. Uh, it says, uh, g- girls, you guys have the equivalent for for girls, and they're like, "Well, yeah, we have our thing." To, like when you get turned on, and, and they're like, yeah, "Yeah, yeah, we have our thing." And we're and me and Luke and the other fucking guys are like, "What? What is the thing? <laughs> like, 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 what happens? Like, 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 like your vagina, like." becomes open or like,
1: like it I, blooms
4: I, I, like a flower going back going back in time they were talking about like the girls get wet but it was a fucking they had cracked this mysterious code and it was secret because they were a year and a half older than us there was nothing weird about the fact that Douglas just took us from the bathroom and showed us what, what cum looked like
6: I remember in kindergarten I got all the kids together and was like hey I have something to show you and then I just showed everyone my penis <laughs>
5: And like then, the Camila and story. I was
6: like, "Hey, you guys, check yeah, this out!" Check this out. And I was, I had it out in to be like, did everyone get yeah. a good look? And then they brought my mom in, and I was like, okay. <laughs> so it was the whole thing. It was the whole thing.
5: Do you remember what motivated you? Were you like, "Oh, no, I just, should, I have this thing." I
6: remember just being like, "Oh, they haven't seen this." <laughs>
5: <laughs> what was the reaction?
6: I think I don't remember. I remember it being awe, but right. I'm sure it wasn't. I mean, yeah, that. that's, that's, you remember it being what a a a
3: awe, 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 awe. Awe,
4: Awestruck. Yeah, that awestruck. sounds like Monday, Monday morning quarterback and
6: I showed everyone.
4: I told. I, I'm <laughs> sure I told the story on the Harmon Tim before when I was like four or five, and I'd see my. I took a bath with my niece who was two years in, younger than me because uh, I have sisters a are oh, way older. And I saw the different, uh, like plumbing, and I, and I emerged into one of my parents' fancy pants, older uh, cocktail parties. And I just walked in and said, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, have, I have an announcement to make. <laughs> and I, I, I thought I was laying down some, some timeless yeah. wisdom. And I said, Boys have wee wees, <laughs> girls have crack wees. Uh, and, and I left the room to applause, to applause. And I took it as I fucking, fucking blew their mind. The, the applause was, holy shit. That was fucking amazing. Your mom, said
5: an your mom said there's an audition coming up for The King and I. Crack we're going to bring him
6: in. Crackweeds. I, I I stand by that assertion, you guys. My friend was telling me that he his friend's kid, who was five, like she just learned to masturbate totally. Like, she was cr- scratching herself, and she was like, oh, this feels good. So she would do it in front of like company and stuff. She would just like whack off this five-year-old girl. And they were like... Uh, uh, they were like why do you do this she's like it feels good they're like when do you stop and she said I stop when I see the flowers
4: whoa
6: oh. so this little five year old was fucking I that. think the Rolling Stones wrote a song about that all right
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Spencer That's if you, you would see let's see take flowers. us
4: through some uh, some fantastic dungeoneering uh, would you okay
1: yeah, uh,
0: keep it keep it to 13 minutes
1: will you yeah <laughs> yeah I will what's happening Last time on Harmontown, the gang was feeling pretty empty after their victory against Admiral Darkstar. Maybe it was the fact that the shards of power were still in the wrong hands, or maybe it was because Christeberg kept barfing everywhere and cut off his penis.
3: <laughs>
1: All was not well. They encountered their friend Morris Goldbright, who made a cameo appearance, noticing Christeberg's strange behavior and a stranger stone that Chris had dropped from his hand. The stone burst, and at the same time, Admiral Darkstar's castle crumbled into a hole in the frozen earth. This enraged the rogue and caused him to attack Quark. Quark was having none of that, however, and and threw Kristoburg's severed member into the ice hole. In response, Chris, possessed by ghoulish strength, hurled Quark down into the ice hole himself. Sharpie leapt into action and teleported to Quark, carrying them down safely with his feather fall. But down where, and down why? We'll find <laughs> out.
4: <laughs> down a while. So right now, Sharpie and I are falling down into a downware. Yeah. Eyes locked. right, uh, you've
0: got me. Who's got you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, you guys, you guys are floating for quite a while, and. Uh, you float, and you're kind of floating diagonally, just because that's how momentum works. Um, and you see the crumbled ruins of uh, of the statue, or not the statue, of the castle that's fallen through the ice hole. There's this whole new layer of ground. It looks like it's maybe 700 feet below, uh, you know, the surface of the the earth before. So you guys are down that far, and there's a there's a new ground. This ground looks gray and cracked, like dust. Like gray and cracked dust, and and you see this this crumbled, destroyed statue on um. It, it looks like it's covering or it's fallen upon like a giant pile of bones, like maybe like maybe a woolly mammoth sort of thing, but bones, woolly bones, mammoth. Can we can, can Sharpie and I feather fall upon that and land safely? Well, yeah, you, you're falling and you're on this cracked gray ground oh. now. All right, Oops, that's where you are. The, so, what you are, guys are above.
4: Like hundreds of feet above us. Yeah.
1: In this, out of this hole. Do you guys see my dick? So
0: we landed on bones that are on the side of a
1: pit or or the bottom? So when you're landing, it's pretty dark. The only thing you can see other than this great massive expanse of, like, undergroundness that you didn't know about is uh, this just giant crumbled castle. It looks like it's on a heap of bones, like it landed on a heap of bones. That's all you can see. We landed on a heap of bones. All right, is what you're telling me. Well, I mean, the castle did. You're next to it. You're kind of looking at it, or
6: next to a castle that landed on a heap of bones. Yeah, yeah, like a yeah. woolly bones mammoth. You said,
0: <laughs> "Yep,"
1: may have said that.
5: Chris, is it just me, or do they seem pretty casual about about falling well, on these bones? Well, I, We're I mean, hundreds of feet above.
6: <laughs> um, I pick her up and I toss her down. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that, okay, that happens.
5: Do I follow like a feather? I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Ah! I'm sorry! Oh,
0: crap.
1: That's, yeah. That's gonna hurt. Oh, boy. <laughs> Alright,
0: <sighs> wait. Oh, you guys down there, how do you? Uh, levitate, levitate I have a spell called levitate okay. Can I cast
1: that on a person? Let's, I'm going to not look it up right this second And say yes can, can I target her? If I hear her screaming That's what I'm not looking up <laughs> As Mulrain plummets to what is almost certainly her doom She gets within maybe 40 feet of the ground Before being slowed and propelled By this levitating force That gently drifts, drifts you down to the earth You kind of stop like a a foot or so above it, Uh. Mm, going down.
6: (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: First floor awesomeness. Mm
5: -hmm. Thank, thank you so much.
1: Mm. Well,
6: now it happens. Uh, Can I, if I jump down, will you guys levitate me too? (laughs)
5: Listen,
6: I know I've done a lot of bad shit recently. (laughs) But I Like I'm... throwing the previous person down. <laughs> but I'm feeling better.
5: <laughs>
6: I, I
0: don't know how many times I have levitate charged.
5: I, I can shoot an arrow at you. I
1: don't know if that's going to help.
5: No, I don't, I don't think it will.
1: It could break your fall, maybe. The arrow? If he shoots it up, it'll like... No. It'll slow me down while killing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
5: I could craft something.
1: Well, that's true.
0: I would like to cast some form of light spell. Okay. You know the one I'm talking about. Light, maybe? Yeah.
1: (laughs) I cast it on my thumb. Casting light upon your thumb. You hold it aloft to get a better view. And what you can see is... uh, a skinny, a skinny figure apro- approaching you. He looks, he looks real skinny. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He looks like a, like a, like a, like a skeleton kind of guy. He's approaching. And his hands are like this, and you can see they're glowing orange, like hey. this.
0: Hey, orange hands.
6: The
0: <laughs> Identify yourself.
1: He hisses in a language you don't really understand. It's not, it's not common. Is it Parseltongue? Uh, <laughs> you don't know Parseltongue, so you wouldn't be able to tell. Is he a skeleton? Yeah, he's a skeleton. He's a, he, any you guys got
5: relationships with skeletons? I mean, sometimes elves look like skeletons. Is he That's being true. hostile? I speak
1: he's uh no, no. His hands don't look too hostile. I mean, they're glowing, I guess. Like they're glowing orange. Yeah.
4: I walk up to him and, and, and introduce myself. I said, "How do you do, sir? My name is uh, Quark. I'm a barbarian, and uh, we could use your help right now. We're in, a, we're in the middle of uh, a real predicament."
1: He's like uh, he 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 stares at you with his cold blue icy gaze, and he says, uh, "What is what is your name? What is your name, Quark?" Ah, uh, Quark. Well met, sir. You've come down here, which means you're in a desperate place. You got that right, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> What are your compatriots' names? Uh,
4: doesn't really matter. Ask him what his name is. Uh Huh? You, you're, you're 700 feet away right now.
5: <laughs> Ask him what his name is. What? I can't hear you. You're
6: 700 feet away. I
5: feel bad.
1: Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, what is your name, is? Uh. We're
5: Moraine and Sharpie.
1: That's good to know. What's your name, Jackson? I am Lenev, the rebel. I come from Tormator, the city of unshackled dead. Oh, <laughs> shit.
3: <laughs>
1: Lenev, uh, how come your hands are glowing? Oh, they just... Yeah. <laughs>
3: that's
1: just... That's just who I am.
5: Are the shackles death?
1: The shackles aren't death. Death death is the the mortal coil... The necromancers, you see, they shackle our souls to our bones and force us into labor. But if we can throw off those shackles, we gain something better than immortality. Unmortality. What? (laughs) Unmortality. You see, I'm not bound to any necromancer or dark forces. I simply exist until I stop.
5: Are you bound to any gender identity?
1: Uh.
5: Are you bound to logic? I can't understand what the fuck you're saying. I'm
1: so drunk. I
5: don't. I'm sorry
1: about that. I wish I could have prevented that or done something to help. No, I'm not going to do that. He's
5: he's undead and he's enslaved. What
0: is
6: he saying? What is he. he, He's saying he's unmortal. You're 700 feet away. (laughs) (laughs) I puke uh, acid into the hall uh, in his general direction
1: <laughs> you you hear drops as his vomit rains down from above and splashes into the dusty ground. I'm sorry about my friend. What's your name? La Neve The Laneve La Neve La Neve the rebel. L- Laneve the rebel. Yes uh, I don't get it.
0: Uh, well, it just you know, a lot of people who have been characterized as rebels.
1: Aren't named Leneve. That's what's so rebellious. Yeah. Were you,
4: were you raised uh, a boy or a girl? Uh, a corpse. That's as neutral as it gets, baby. Uh,
5: bonjour, Leneve.
1: All right, uh, Leneve. How,
5: how do we, how do we get out of here?
1: Oh, out of here? Like up? I can't fly.
5: Well, we maybe not necessarily up but how do we how do we get out and why are you talking to us
1: no oh, you just fell down here well a- actually I was I was sent out here as a uh, part of my duties for Tormod you see uh, our crafts market has been just destroyed
3: oh no. by
1: um, <laughs> there's a castle that fell through the the ceiling and it just crushed it. It killed like 200 of our finest craftsmen. But there, but there was a crafts market, and not like dead, like I'm dead, like 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 dead, dead, like like double, bad, dead, bad, dead, yeah, like double unmortal, not like cool, glowing hands, skeleton, like like done, dead. <laughs> Okay. That's
6: why I'm here. I jump down into the well, and I yell, Save me! <laughs> oh, shit. Uh-oh.
1: God damn it. Oh, boy. I'm,
6: a- coming. I'll try, I'll, I'm coming. That's a bold move. I'm I'll, coming.
1: I'll try to levitate on him. Yeah, it's, you, you got some more of those. <laughs>
6: oh, thank God. You hit, you, hit the, you hit the
1: ground just a bit just a bit. You're fine, though. Who's this fucker? I am Lenev, the rebel. I come from Tor, the city of unshackled dead. What is this? You have the touch of death about you, sir.
4: Uh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, shit. And, and you look, look like shit. Le, Le, I, I pull well. Lenev the rebel aside, and go, look, Lenev, I just met you, and I've known this guy, Christopher, Berg, a long time, but he's been acting really strange. can you can you help us out with this?
1: He looks like he has some sort of ghastly or spectral or evil presence lurking about, corrupting his soul and his mind. Do you have, do you have any advice? Uh, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna need to quite there's this rare, this rare plant. It only grows some places. I don't even know where. Because you know, we don't we don't like plants too much. But I know what it's called. What's it called? It's called the Tarragon of Virtue. The Tarragon
5: The Tarragon,
4: the
1: tarragon of Virtue. Anyone who eats the tarragon of virtues, their soul will be cleansed and they'll be purified. Alright.
6: Guys, can we make this part of... I'm sorry, I know. I've been a real shit. Can this <laughs> ma- part of the quest be, like, that we find the Tarragon of Virtue for me? It doesn't have to be the main thing. It could be, like, a sub-quest. It could be, like, a side-quest.
5: With my craft supplies, I construct a, a... a muzzle.
1: That's some impressive crafting you got there.
5: <laughs> Thank you. I offer it to Christopher.
1: What am I going to do with this?
5: <laughs> I think you should put this on. <laughs> mm.
6: All right, it's a show of good faith.
5: Thank you. That's what it's for. It's a symbol.
6: I shoot her with my laser beam. <laughs> oh. Oh,
5: oh, shit. Oh. Oh. It hits.
3: Oh.
5: You
1: deal six laser damage.
5: <laughs> Holy smokes. All right. It's not well, feeling good.
1: it's whoever's turn whoever wants to do a thing
6: I I, I take my speedy
5: longbow
1: I'm
6: so sorry I don't deserve to die I don't
5: think you're sorry I am
6: my soul is corrupted I have the touch of death about me you heard (laughs) Lenev the rebel Let's,
5: let's
4: find let's find the tarragon of virtue for pity's sake Lenev uh, Lenev the
0: rebel is there there an exit we can get out?
1: Uh, I can take you to a bone sage maybe they can help you
0: so one of our people is attacking our other people
6: uh... I don't care about that
5: I take my speedy longbow and I fire two arrows at shit! at his legs this isn't constructive
1: (laughs) it might not be but uh, you take seven damage Okay. Every- <laughs> in the legs.
0: I use my arm armlet of uh spring okay. thing. I ensnare Christopher. <laughs> yeah, that happens.
5: <laughs>
6: I get it, guys. we gotta, we got we to gotta cool this shit out, oh, man. I'm so sorry. I don't know what is going on. I mean...
5: Do you see yourself pushing people down holes and things?
6: Only after present? I do Would it. As soon as I do it, I'm like, oh, this is happening.
4: <laughs> I look for an exit behind Lenev where he came, where he came toward us.
1: Even with your dark slash low light vision, uh, you can't see anything. It's all, it's all blackness. He's like, uh, I could take you to Tormont Tour. That's, that's, all about. that's all I got. Is that where the bone sage is? Yeah.
5: Maybe uh, we should go to Tormont
1: Tour. Let's go to the bone sage. Can you guys stop fighting for
4: a
6: little while while we go to the I bone sage? I am so sorry.
5: It's okay. I'm, no, he can't be trusted. <laughs> 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 well, I take the, the muzzle and I, I peel it down and it, it entraps his arms as well.
1: Because okay.
5: uh, I did that before. No. It's a thing I did.
1: He's also did entangled. It. He, he's all hes all wrapped up. You're no threat right now, Kumail. He's entangled by me. Who is Kumail? Oh, nice.
6: Oh. Uh, that, all right. I'm a- sorry. Just guys carry me or...
5: I'll carry you.
4: I, you. I take Krista uh, Berg and I say, look, we're going to carry you to the bone sage of Torma the... To- are you? How are we going to carry him? Huh? How are we going to carry
0: him? I'll carry him. I'm a barbarian. Are we going to tie him up? The
4: a muzzle
5: Well, I, I
0: ensnared him with. Uh... I,
4: I I carry him like uh, like uh, like at the end of officer and a gentleman, and I and I, 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 I I carry him out.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, and I gave, I gave him
5: a rope muzzle that co- covers his face and his hands. He
1: can't bite. And
4: I, I look at Christopher Berger and I said, "Look." I'm going to carry you to the Bone Sage. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. no funny business. No.
6: No funny business? No.
4: No, there will be no funny business? Or no, there will be funny business? You heard me. <laughs> I lean down and I just start making out with him. I just start, I just, I were holding him like a baby and I did like, like the,
6: the pieton and I just start French kissing I him. I puke into his mouth. I puke back on his mouth. I achieve erection. I am
4: in achieve. awe of his erection. Then I puke on him. And I go, can we fucking get to the bone stage or are we gonna keep puking on each other the whole
6: way? Yep, no, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Oh, he doesn't have oh, a dick. no dick. Oh! No, no, no. Off to the side, I saw my penis get around. <laughs> Thank you for coming to Hermit everybody. That's our show.
4: <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> wow. we got to start playing D&D a little earlier in the show, I think. <laughs> <And
3: I'm laughs>
4: Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Sarah, for coming up. Thank you, Aaron McGathy, Camille Nanjiani. I'm Jeff Davis. Professor Clinton. Then one more time for Dan Harmon, your
0: mayor, everybody. Thank you. I hope you all learned a little something about Daniel Quinn and gender tonight. I can't believe
3: how cold it is. It's so cold. Are you fucking serious? i you oh, you're so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm, so so I'm, I'm so cold. I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm, so I'm the best
5: of the United States government.
7: Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Aritt, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.